What's good, Wizards fans? I'm watching the Wizards lose to the Raptors 114 to 104. But Johnny Davis and Corey Kispert and Denny Avdia, all the young guys look good tonight and show some promise. Johnny Davis hitting his career high. And we're also going to talk about Chris Miller's comments on taking, tanking, and also talking to Wizards fans. Let's get to it. You are locked on Wizards, your daily Washington Wizards podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Today's episode is brought to you by PrizePace. First time users can receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100 with promo code locked on. That's prizepace.com, promo code locked on. So the Wizards. Lost to the Toronto Raptors 114 to 104. The Wizards never led at all in this game. Um, the Toronto Raptors, their largest lead was 21 points. But we did see some flashes from Johnny Davis, some flashes from Denny Abdia, some flashes from Corey Kispert. All the young guys look pretty good tonight. Jordan Goodwin included. Um, which young guy stood out to you the most? And uh, what was your thoughts about the young guy's performance? Man, the most was Johnny Davis. Obviously, man. Uh, 15 points. Three from four from three point. Uh, his shot, he's got confidence. You know, he, he he didn't hesitate. You know, he shot the rock, and I mean, his confidence shows. You know, they really did. You know, my hat goes off to the Capital City Go Go and what they're doing down there, man. Because you know, the look, you know, looking at Jordan Goodwin and Johnny Davis, how they're able to, you know, kind of develop and then come up and really offer good minutes for the Wizards, man. Johnny Davis, I'm really intrigued to see how he does the rest of the uh, season and how much he progresses in the off season. Because he's showing what we saw at Wisconsin, a guy who, man, high basketball IQ. And, and, and man, if you combine that with confidence, he's going to be good. I, I like what I see, and I think that with this showing and, with you know, obviously with the rest of the year going, I think he's going to solidify himself as a piece of the foundation going forward for this team. Um, looking at Kispert and Denny, both of them, again, played quality minutes tonight. Um, looking at Kispert, 19 points, 7 for 16 for the field, 5 for 11 for 3. So he's shot again. He, you know, look, he is really solidifying himself as the best shooter in that draft. And it, and it shows because his shooting and his cutting and we keep saying, you know, basketball IQ. And it just shows, man, you know, just like Johnny Davis. And that's why you, if you look at a lot of these college programs, Wisconsin, Gonzaga, I, I see where a lot of people like drafting these college guys because, you know, the, the, their basketball IQ really shows. So, um, again, Kisper did his game, uh, thing again tonight. Uh, Denny Aviat, man, 15 points and uh, was nine rebounds, seven assists. So a very solid showing for uh, Denny. And a KP, 26 points, nine for 17, four for seven for three. So this was a good showing for the young core, man, including KP, because KP's kind of the de facto leader. He's the guy now kind of running the show. But these young guys, man, this, these whiz kids, man, they look, they're looking good. They offered quality minutes. Now, how did we lose this game? Man, we they killed us in the paint. Like you said, points in the paint. They, out, they outscored us. Uh, rebounding, they out, uh, rebounded us 53 to 45. Offensive rebounds, 18 to 12. Uh, two, turnovers. Again, that, that's her MO, sloppy basketball turnovers. Uh, 18 tonight, and they scored 25 points off of those 18 turnovers. And if you look at rebounding again, they had 27 second chance points. So, you know, again, tell the tape, again, for us in a loss, is rebounding, turnovers, and it continues to be our MO. But, you know, obviously, <laughs> I know we're going to talk about a lot coming up, man. But this is, they fought hard. 
they fought hard the third quarter. They came out, they made their adjustments and fought hard, and then they gave up in the fourth, man. But nah, man, this this young squad, they really look good tonight. 110%. Uh, I mean, for the rest of the year, honestly, I won't be really uh, looking at these games of why they lost or, you know, how they won, honestly. It's really just an evaluation time this year, and they're doing it the right way. Bradley Bill resting um, out with knee sores. Monte Morris not playing tonight. He's probably I, – I would I – would, Yes, that he wouldn't play for he's not gonna play for the rest of the season. Um, same thing with Kyle Kuzma. I think they're doing the right thing. Porzingis playing um is intriguing. I think Porzingis, I think he may want to play just because uh, you know, it's a contract year for him. And then a lot of, you know, if he does opt out of his contract, he may he want he want he may want to play as many games as he can because you know the narrative is that he's always injured. So I think he wants to show that um, you know, he's playing a lot of games compared to years past. So I mean, that's just the way I'm looking at it. Uh, but yeah, Johnny Davis had a lot of confidence tonight, knocking down a three pointer, not knocking down a three ball a couple times. He had a beautiful steal on Scotty Barnes. Um, he did miss the free throw though, so he's got to make both free throws. But I love his energy on defense, man. He's looking like the guy from Wisconsin because I like Johnny a lot when I, when he came out, man. I was really just, I was just surprised of how slow it took. It's taken him to develop a little. Like the summer league was was concerning and then you know the g league start was concerning but he's he with of course with more playing time he's just getting better and better and better i, I love what i've seen from johnny davis especially you know all if you look on social media and just the fan base the fan base was really tough and i, I was included too so i'm not gonna act like i'm innocent with johnny but johnny's playing a good ball right now so i'm really happy to see that uh, as a recent um getting to the basket into the free throw line and then Corey's shooting the ball well uh, we got on Corey a little bit during the season because he was a little inconsistent, but now he's starting to put it together, knocking down five threes. He's hit four. He's had a lot of games with four threes. He get to the basket, cut to the basket. Um, so he looked. This was another good game for him. And I, I didn't get to do the Spurs um, review with you, um, but he was great in that Spurs game. I mean, six threes, twenty six points. I mean, he was awesome. He was sensational um, in the Spurs game. Denny was. Denny had a great game in the Spurs game. I thought Denny had a good game tonight too, especially going up against a, a tough Raptors team. Like they play really tough on the defensive side of the ball. Siakam, Ananobi, Scotty Barnes. Um, th- that's a tough matchup for Denny. And I thought Denny rose up to the challenge. Uh, six, 15 points, nine boards, seven assists. He had a really nice pass to Przingis, like a behind the back pass to Przingis. So uh, I, I just love what I saw from the young guys. Chris Tapps, I thought he played well tonight too. He had a couple of turnovers though um, that hurt. The Wizards, they had 18 turnovers tonight. The Raptors had. Uh, how many points off turnovers? 25, which is inexcusable for the Wizards. Um, they got out rebounded as well. They gave up 18 offensive boards. Chris Boucher had a couple putback dunks, which is inexcusable. And uh, Jacopo had 10 rebounds. So they just, they just got out rebounded and out hustled a little bit tonight. Jordan Goodwin played tonight too. Um, but yeah, like I said, I'm, I'm just not looking at these games from a win loss standpoint. I'm just looking at them, you know, as evaluating the young guys. And of course, I do want to see this team get better their lottery chances. You know, so I'm not going to call it tanking, but I want to see them get better lottery odds for sure. Yeah, I'm I'm not even going to make it a mystery. Yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah, I, I want I want a first rounder in this draft, man. Like I'm telling you, because this draft is loaded, man. So I'm not even going to make it a secret. Yeah, me too. But I'm um, looking at this young core, man. You know, I like what I see from Johnny, man. I'm really excited because I liked him coming out of Wisconsin. Big fan of him. I like his motor. I like his dog. You know, if, if he can really work on being consistent with his offensive repertoire, Man, I'm telling you, he's going to be good. He's going to be a good player. Um, again, Kispert, I like him going forward with, with his organization. I like how he has responded in the second half of the of the season. 
And I just I love what I see from Kisper, man. I'm becoming a really big fan of him. Uh, and, and you know, looking at Denny, man, this is an opportunity for you know him to kind of show where he's at. You know, if he's ready to take that leap, you know, because I'm telling you, this is going to be one of the most pivotal off seasons of the history of this franchise. I'm gonna say it right now because there's a lot of what ifs, man. A lot of what ifs. So right now is the perfect time to evaluate these young guys. And look, they can sit coos and, and build down for the rest of the year. I have no problem with that. I mean, look, KP, look. Have a seat. I, I mean, at this point, I want to see how these young guys, you know, they can have KP have a seat. I, I, I would have no problem with it. It's time to evaluate. And, you know, it's just, and like I said, we're going to talk about the comments in a little bit. But, you know, the team's saying one thing, but they're clearly tanking, man. And I, look, by all means, do your thing because <laughs> I'm ready for it, man. But, you no, know, you know, going back to the young guys real quick, man. No, it, it's intriguing to see them playing at this level. It really is because I like what I see from the young core, man. And uh, again, KP, with him being healthy, his his stock is going up. And I think with his stock going up, the likelihood of him staying is going down because he has a chance to get paid. With him being healthy, with the progression he showed with, with this all-star, in my opinion, he had an all-star season. You know, he he's going to get that bag in all season. And really, you got to ask yourself, you know, I don't think we're going to be the one to give him that bag. And I think he's earned it, man. You know, Christoph Zing has earned that bag when he gets it in all season because healthy he's had a really good year so you know i mean like you said i'm not really going to evaluate too much man you know because really the same issues are the same issues we've had all year so it's not really no need to evaluate but you know yeah i think at this point is what we see out of this young core so i'm with you man yeah Porzingis right now he's played 63 games which is really good i mean in um 2021 he played 43 in 2020 even though it was a shortened season he played 57 uh, 2018, he played 48 games. So, I mean, he he needs this for free agency. He needs to show the league that he can be healthy, and he's doing that. So that, that's 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 a big reason why I think – that's the only reason why I think he's playing, to be honest with you. But um, we're going to get to uh, Chris Miller's comments here from NBC Sports Washington. If you guys didn't hear about it, we're just going to talk about that pretty quick here, and then we're going to to get to comments. Uh, but before we do get into that, today's episode is brought to you by Price Picks. I had a good day on Price Picks today. I did go with Fred Van Vliet getting over 20 and a half points. He had 18 points at halftime, ended up with 28 points at the end of the game. I hate to pick against the Wizards, but it is what it is. Um, I also picked uh, Jalen Brown to get, I think it was over 29 and a half points. And I think Jalen Brown uh, ended up with like 30 points uh, against the Spurs. So I did cash out on Price Picks. Um, this is how... Excuse me, this is how it works. You pick two to six players, and if they will score more or less than their price fix projection, you can win up to 25 times your money on any entry. No competing against other people. It's just you versus the projections available. Price fix offers projections on any sport that you watch. This includes NBA, NFL, MLB, NHL, PGA, college football, men's college basketball, women's college basketball, Euro basketball, cricket, WNBA, esports, NASCAR, tennis, and more. Entries can be made in 60 seconds or less. It's that easy. Safe and fast withdrawals. Currently operational in over 30, 30 states and Canada. Download the PrizePix app or go to PrizePix.com to sign up and play daily fantasy sports. First time users can receive 100% instant deposit match up to $100 with promo code locked on. If you deposit $100, PrizePix will give you $100. If you deposit $50, PrizePix will give you $50. Don't forget to enter promo code locked on at sign up for an instant deposit match up to $100. All right, so let's get to the hot topic here. Chris Miller, he's been going back and forth. Chris Miller, if you didn't know, of course, everybody knows he's the um, play-by-play announcer on NBC Sports Washington. He was the um, color commentary before a couple the, for the past couple of years, and he uh, moved uh, to uh, play-by-play with Drew Gooden. So after the game, for context, um, they were talking about tanking, and Chris Miller has his opinion on that. He's very anti against losing games. 
Um, so he said this to Wizards fans. I'm paraphrasing here. You never root to lose. If you, he said, if you pl- ever played a sport, you never play to lose. In this situation, he said you should try to win games to make the playoffs. It's good to make the play-in, but you never play to lose. And I'll get off my soapbox here. So he did talk to, the, to he was basically talking to Wizards fans, and it got a lot of backlash on on Twitter, social media for sure. Um, what were your thoughts on Chris Miller's take on losing games uh, for the rest of the season? Where the Wizards are at in their situation? Really, Chris Miller? Like for real? <laughs> <laughs> really? You're blaming the fan base, like for real. Look, you need to get on the players, man, because they had all year to prove what they can do, and they found every reason not to do it. Okay, it was injuries, it was depth, it was this, it was that. Look, you had every like, look, uh, just like Corey Kisper said in his comments, they had how many games to figure out who they are? You're gonna get on the fan base, really? <laughs> I mean, it, it's crazy because you need to get on the players. They're they're tanking. They're the ones losing. I mean, they're doing the job for us. And, and, and again, you go back on the fan base. Let me tell you something, man. The fan base is the nervous system of any franchise. Easy. It is a pulse. You know, it, 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 they let you know where you're at, a public opinion. This fan base is screaming for you to rebuild. Now, you want to go ahead and, and live in this cloud where everybody's happy and high-fiving and giggling, and you got your little chain on and, and Bradley Bill's laughing around. And then look, most of the fan base is saying, look, enough, enough. John Wall got traded. You had the one year with Russell Westbrook, traded him, made some moves. But look, Bradley Bill, he's not that guy. He's not that guy. He's not the guy that's going to bring this team to a championship. Okay, he's not. So let's call it like it is. You know, in the offseason, asking where he wants to go, thank you for your service, bye. Especially after he gets the all-time scoring record, hey, bye. That's all. That, hey, that's how I feel, man. Um, but that to attack the fan base, I, I I don't understand that, man. That is, I mean, it's just it, it baffles my mind how you go towards a fan base who, what are you getting on this about? What holding a franchise accountable? What holding our telling our franchise that they have to have a standard? Like really, that's what you get on this about? Like we want to win a championship, but so we're we're wrong for that. Like I I don't understand the context of his comments, especially two days after you said that you were. Pretty much the season was over. So which one's it? You know, which one is it, Chris? Like, which one is it? Should we is the season over or are we still fighting? I mean, and really, I am so tired of this cornball notion that oh, the plan, the plan, you're you're playing for the plan. Yeah, okay, yeah. And clearly, Philadelphia has your eyes on bigger things. Milwaukee, Boston, even Brooklyn, who traded away two superstars, they still got the eyes on the prize are bigger than our goals. Like, really. It, it, it baffles me, man, because to to a lot of fans, this is kind of the, the you know, the, the last straw. Because, I mean, Chris Miller, you know, he's entertaining to watch. And I get his position because, look, Teddy Yonces signs his checks. So I get it, man. You know, especially anybody who's got a family, you understand that sometimes, man, unfortunately, you got to sacrifice some signs, man. Because, look, man, <laughs> I'm the same. As a family, mom, family man myself, I'm telling you, sacrifice. So I get it, man. I get his position. But. This is just this just makes Ted Leonsis that much more unlikable. Like, really, you you can't take criticism. Let's let's let's, let's say the facts right now, man. We have not won a championship since the daggone seventies, man. The seventies, the seventies. Like, what are you pumping your chest up for, man? You know, we 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 do this little celebration of the Big Three era, and I'm a big fan of of Gilbert Arenas, Karan Butler, Antoine Jameson. Very very fun team to watch. They never made it past what the first round. Like, what are we talking about, man? The big three. I mean, come on. And I like I said, all due respect, I like all three of them, man. But they're not a big three. Not like Miami's. 
Miami's won a championship too. I mean, I'm just saying, it's just this this notion is this small market. And we're not even a small market, but we have such a small market, my friend. It's just this 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 cornball notion. It is it, 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 it baffles me. Oh, we're celebrating. We're ce- what are we celebrating? Real teams celebrate championships. We are celebrating first round exits. Let that sink in, man. And, and it's not. It's just. How many years are we gonna try? So I, I'm gonna cut it there, man, because I'm because I'm, <laughs> I'm very I'm very upset about the comments because it's like you go after the fan base. This is look just like the Commanders or any other DC franchise. This is one of the most passionate fan bases in the country. Easy people talk about you know Boston, Philly, and I get all that because they're a little crazy. But look, this is a passionate fan base, man. Like this city likes their sports. They love their sports, man. You talk to anybody about the Super Bowls of the Commander era, man, that's passionate that. You know, same thing with people that were around for West Unsell winning an MVP and his team winning a title. There's passion there, man. You know, in the Nationals, you know how big it was for the Nationals to win a World Series? It was huge. The Caps, the list goes on. This is a passionate city that, is a, that we value our sports. And you're playing this little hot potato, cute little game like, oh, you know, I'm okay with going to the first round and get blown out. Man, look, get out of here. Look. Look, Ted needs to go. I'm I'm called like it is. Look, if he if he's not going to value contention and bringing a championship to DC, he needs to roll on the same bus as daggone Dan Snyder. Get up out of here, man. Because you know this is a championship should be the standard. Like playing and first round exit is your standard. Get out of here. That's a loser mind frame. And you know what? Maybe it's time for you to roll on the same train that Dan Snyder's taking. Bye. And that's that's pretty much all I got to say, man. Yeah, no, 110%. I mean, I, I love what Corey Kisper said. I love what he said. I loved how honest he was. Um, he said, he, you know, he, he doesn't blame the fans for thinking that way when they asked him about fans wanting to lose and tank. Um, you know, they had ample opportunities to win games, and he said they just didn't do it. The NBA handed the Wizards on a silver platter an easier schedule in the second half. We played the Hawks back-to-back at home. We played the Raptors back-to-back at home. Those were two opportunities, golden opportunities to move up in the standings, and they laid an egg and lost both games to the Hawks at home. They lost a game to the Raptors at home. They led the league in blowing leads at 15-plus points or more. Who can you blame for that? You have to look at the players, and then you want to win games now when the season's over, when you're, what, two-and-a-half, three-and-a-half games behind the Bulls in the 10th spot, now you want to start winning games? That makes zero sense when you had ample opportunities, blowing leads to the Nets, letting Cam Thomas drop 40 points, a blowing a 20-point lead at home to the Blazers, letting Anthony Simons hit five to six threes. Those are the games where you should have won and had urgency in one of those games. Um, so that, that's <clears throat> excuse me, that's where they lost the season right there. And the Wizards are – I'm not going to say the Wizards are lucky to have fans, but the fans have been bruised and beaten and battered, man. Like you said, we haven't won a championship since 1978. We haven't made it past the second round since 1979. Um, we're the only franchise to do that. That is just awful. Even the Kings – have gotten past the second round with Chris Webber um, in, back in the 90s. And that was more 2000s. And the Wizards haven't even been able to do that. We watched that numerous and numerous times. The players know it. Bill's sitting down for the rest of the year. Kuzma's sitting down for the rest of the year. Monte Morris is about to probably go sit down for the rest of the year. They know what's going on. They know what's up. And to get out of this treadmill of mediocrity and get in this ninth, 10th pick, that's the best way to build this team is to at least – and if you get in the top five or even like a last year, if they, they finished ninth, if they would have just lost out earlier, they would have had a, ch- a chance at guys like Benedict Matherin or Keegan Murray or maybe Shaden Sharp. That that getting that getting two picks higher than what you were, you could have got better talent. And I like the way Johnny Davis is playing right now, but at the same time, I think we all would have definitely would have loved to have Benedict Matherin. But I like I said, I love the way Johnny's playing right now. Um, but it, that's just the difference it makes. 
and, and, and the fans are tired of seeing this. We're in this treadmill of mediocrity. We haven't made the playoffs with Bill. Bill as the leader, the number one guy trying to build around. The only time we made the playoffs is when we made the play-in. We're not trying to see this team scrap and scrape just to get the play-in. To even if they do make the playoffs, guess who they got to play in the first round? The Bucks and Giannis. That's an automatic sweep. So we're not trying to see that as a fan base. We want to see this team build the team the right way. And the only team, the only time the Wizards were really, really good the past years was get guess what? We had the first pick to draft the John Wall. And we had the third pick that drafted Bradley Bill. So that's the only way this team has been able to be success, be successful. So the fans see that. And this draft is not a draft you want to pass up on. You want to move up as much as you can and get as much talent as you can. So I, I Chris Miller, he, he just has that old thinking. And, yes, he is employed by NBC Sports Watch. And I, I respect Chris Miller a lot. I respect his opinion. Um, he's worked his way up in the business. He's been a, a good commentator for NBC Sports Washington for years. But, you know, his message to the fan base and the fan base clapped back, and rightfully so, I think they did. And, and, and it just to say that, it's just such a short-sighted way of thinking. And you, you, the Wizards, the only way they're going to get out of this, because we don't we don't want to try. We already know this. We don't want to track free agents. Nobody wants to came, come here. Uh, we make okay trades, um, but we don't make earth-shattering trades where somebody like a Kevin Durant, and like, we can't even get guys from, the own, from our own hometown to come here. So you you have to draft well. The Wizards, they have to draft well. Um, other teams have done it. I know it doesn't have to be a trust the process kind of Sixers kind of thing, but even look at the Raptors. They, they gave up one of their season. They got a good player in Scotty Barnes. So that's just what the Wizards, that's just the way they are. That, that's just what they have to do. They, they, they can't attract free agents. So when you're a team like that, a small market team, you have to get better draft position. Look at the Blazers. They're shutting down Damian Lillard. Look at, look at the Spurs. Look, they got Tim Duncan. He was the first pick of the draft. Um, the Rockets, they got Hakeem Olajuwon. Look at look at Greg Popovich. He's not he's not on his high horse telling the Spurs to go on there and win games. This is a Hall of Fame coach in Greg Popovich. This is a franchise on the Spurs that are a Hall of Fame. Uh, Tim Duncan, David Robinson, they have way more of a story franchise than the Wizards, and they have no shame, no shame in trying to get Victor Wanyama. They have zero shame in it, and I don't blame them for it because Greg Popovich knows talent when he sees it, and he's trying to get another Tim Duncan. So. Teams are being smart. Screw Henderson as well. Yeah, but it's not the fans' fault. Yeah, oh, yeah. Look, this is this. I mean, we this fan base is the ones that are showing up supporting this team. It is not the fans' fault. Look, the fans aren't the ones being lazy. Look, it's, this is a lazy organization. I'm gonna call it like it is. Number one, instead of going out there and really finding a a GM who can do the job, you promoted the guy underneath for the guy who got fired. How lazy is that? Like, really, you really think this guy's gonna come in and do anything different? He's been studying underneath the, the, the previous cornball. What do you think he's going to do? Like, it, it, it's, it's ridiculous. And instead of going out there and finding a daggone coach who can do the job, like, I get it, man. West Unsell's dad, get it, his dad, is the one who, you know, has a lot of, you know, he's done a lot for his organization. Absolutely. But, you know, we're really going off the name game. Look, two years, he came in here with the MO that he's a defensive coach and his, and his defense is trash. So, there it is. How many years you want to see if he can do the job, man? Like, yeah, I mean, two years, his defense has been trash. And easy. Teams go out there and they have career nights. No, nothing against Cam Thomas, man. But Cam Thomas came in there looking like KD. I mean, <laughs> Cam Thomas came in there and dropped how much on us? I mean, come on, man. It, 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 it's, it's laughable. How long are we going to continue to charade that, oh, we're going to see, you know, next year is going to be better. You know, no, Bill's going to find it out next year. No, no it's not. Come on, how many years are we going to try? Like, how many years are going to try to make him the guy? No. Send him on his way. Look. Let him be the all-time scorer and then ask him where he wants to go and send him on his way, get some assets, because we should have did it three years ago. I mean, we waited so long, so then we're going to pay this guy this a ridiculous amount of money, 
and then uh, treating him like his royalty, man. Treating him like he like he's brought us to the promised land. He hasn't brought us anywhere. You know, tr no trade clause. Look, you get Michael Jordan's no trade clause. You get Kobe Bryant's no trade clause. You get LeBron James, Stephen Curry's. Those are the guys you get no trade clause. You don't get no trade clause to a guy who, yeah, he's got all-star appearances. I mean, so Scotty Barnes. Like, I mean, <laughs> what are we talking about? Like, I, I, it, this is, yeah, this is a slap in the face to this, uh, to this fan base. Really, to the fan base? This fan base is what pays your checks, man. Show up to the game. Buying your merchandise. Watching it on TV. This fan base is what pays the bills. Like you know what to to come at the fan base and that it's just and it's keep happening, man. Keeps happening. You know we we got to hear from Bradley Bill's wife about his two K rating, and then we got to you know it's just like how many times you come at the fans, man? Really, for real? It ain't two K out there rooting in the stands. It's us. You know what I mean? We're the ones going out here paying hundreds some dollars for a jersey. We're the ones going out here paying twenty dollars for a Jack and Coke. You know I'm just saying. You know paying fifty dollars to park across the street. You know we're the ones spending the money, and they really coming at us. Okay. Fair enough. Cool. Because people don't have to show up. We already got one of the worst attendance records in the league. People don't have to show up. And if you continue to and let, let the attendance be zero, Ted. All right? Because the cap's going to be the only reason people show up to Capital One. I'm just going to be real. It's a slap in the face, man. And, and, it, and time, like I said, time and time again, you come after this very people who support you. The very lifeblood of this franchise. Your nervous system. And, I, and, I, and I'm going to end there, man. It, it, it Really, it was... Uh, it, it was just a slap in the face, man. Mm. No, well said. Well said. Um, yeah, and then Kuz comments, and then you look at the players too. They look like they don't want to win either, honestly. They look they think they, they look at them. It looks like <clears throat> they're ready for Cancun, you know, one, two, three, Cancun. Kuzma's comments about, you know, Bill taking shots at the game, the last second shots and, and clutch shots. Nobody else gets the ball, basically. It's just giving the ball to Bradley Bill. He's talking about his teammates complaining to the refs. Um, you just look at the potty language after that. After it just looked like they were ready to mail it in. So if they're not ready, if they're not wanting to win games, of course I'm I'm ready for this team to lose. So um, but yeah, we're we're gonna get to comments here. Um before we do that, we got a quick word from Brandon. Yes, sir. Tonight's episode is built uh brought to you by Built Bar. The Built March Madness bracket is here. We know you have a favorite bar or puff, and now's your time to make it count. Go to builtmarchmadness.com to vote for your favorites. You know I'll be voting for the coconut puff. And if you want to support the Wizards to win, then you'll be voting for that bar too. Support your team, support your bar or puff. And when you vote for your favorite bar or puff, you'll be entered into a drawing where 50 lucky locked on listeners will get a free box of built. Oh, not only that, but one locked on fan will win a 12 month subscription to built to have built's best bars or puffs delivered monthly straight to your door. You got to try built, built the most, the best protein bar ever. Seriously, they're so amazing. You won't think they're good for you. What makes built bars and puffs so good? Well, for starters, they're all high in protein, low in sugar, and covered in 100% real chocolate. That's right, real chocolate. Run to BuiltMarchMadness.com right now to vote for your favorite bar or puff and pick up a box while you're there. You can vote every day in March, so hop in and support your pick. Built Bar. All right, let's get into this comments. <laughs> yeah, we got a lot of comments. We'll probably read um, probably like three tonight, honestly, um, because uh, we'll probably do a mailbag and, and look at look at some of you guys' comments and and make sure that uh, we, we answer everybody's comments. Um, but we'll look at the first one. Sheldon T, a positive comment for tonight. <laughs> uh, <laughs> says, Johnny Jane and threes? Well, that's a good sign. Um, yeah, yeah, man. Oh, go, go ahead, ahead. No, I'm, I'm just, real quick, I'm going to let you go, man. Um, 
Nah, Johnny Davis, he's starting to really show that potential he came from Wisconsin, man. I, I like what I see. You know, when he hit that first three, I was like, okay, a little confidence, okay. He hit the second one, I was like, all right, now we're cooking a little bit. But, I mean, his confidence with that shot, so, yeah. Yeah, Johnny looked good tonight. Uh, I love the shooting the shooting stroke from uh, tonight. Um, hit, hit a couple of corner threes. I got to the basket. He lost the ball one time, picked it up, then went to the basket. Got to the free throw line tonight as well. Had a really nice deflection on Scotty Barnes. Got a steal. On a fast, and then went on a fast break. He got fouled, but he's got to make both free throws. So that's the only problem I really had with him tonight. Um, excuse me, but he, it's just the confidence, not hesitating to shoot a three. When you're wide open for three in the summer league, this past, the past summer league, he just thought way too much, thinking way too much. And right now, he's just pulling the trigger and letting it fly, letting it go. So that's awesome for him. I, I think he should really just start next game. Uh, I can't even let me look at who even started. Denny started, Kristaps started. Uh, DeLon started, but I honestly, it, it Denny Kispert, of course, he started. Uh, Porzingis and Gafford started, uh, and DeLon Wright. I think after this game, they need to really, really nice game. They should just start, uh, uh Johnny Davis anyway, in, in my opinion, but they probably won't. Xavier Cooks, he got his first assist of his career, let him play a little bit, and then once again, bring up Quentin Jackson and just let him play, you know, 20 25 minutes. Um, Sheldon T also says, I appreciate Chris's passion for the Wizards, but he's all thinking that fans have the same mindset as the players on the court. It shouldn't want to lose fans can think long term. And yeah, like Brandon, like you said, the Orlando game, he was like, um, they just should evaluate and let the young guys play. And then he switches up and says that, you know, he doesn't want to see the team lose. But honestly, they, they need to evaluate their young guys. They need to see what they have in their young guys. I think that's more important going forward. You, see, you need to see what you have in Denny. Um, and especially just seeing him play without Kuz and Bill, even though, of course, you need to, you, he needs to play well with Bill and Kuz and Porzingis. But it, those guys being out, it gives you more of an opportunity to see what Denny can really do. Uh, I know the Israel fans are happy about that. Um, of course, you know, saying that, you know, Kuz sits down and Bill sits down and, and Denny can finally flourish. But yeah, it, it, Denny's just more aggressive when those guys sit, of course. Kispert, he gets to develop more. Uh, um, Jordan Goodwin gets to develop more. Johnny Davis gets to de 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 he gets to develop more. So uh, whether you win or lose is really more about developing these young guys. Yeah, I'm with you. Um, this definitely should be evaluation time for these young guys. Uh, two other people I want to see is Quentin Jackson, and I want to see this guy with this guy, guy from Australia, Xavier Cooks. Let's see what he can do. You know, so let's get his legs ready for the NBA, man. You know, because I, I just I want to see everybody who you know who could contribute beyond this year. Now, I think Quentin Jackson has a history with his organization. I like what he's done with the go-go. Uh, same thing with Kispert. I think he he's going to be, a, you know, a solid piece. And I, I'm a believer that Denny gets traded in the offseason. I think with him going into a, career, uh, a contract year, I think he's going to get traded. You know, and, and if it's me, I'm packaging him with those two second rounders and I'm trying to get into the first rounder. Easy. Because you cannot go into this draft and not have a draft pick, man. I'm telling you, this is – you have a lot of talent in this draft that can really change the direction of your organization, man. It's just that's how deep it is. It's it's deep draft. So nah, lose lose all the games. Rest of them, just just lose them. I, I, we we didn't try to get as high as a pick as we can get. And like I said, I'm trying to get another one. So, but yeah, these young guys they look good right now, man. Kispert and Johnny Davis have really looked good. And like I said, Denny, now he's got that time and that and the rust, you know, he's got the rope, man, where he can kind of go out there and do his own thing. So yeah, so right now we are the one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. We are the seventh worst team in the league record-wise, so we have the seventh best lottery odds since, you know, we're not going to make the playoffs this year to play, and we're going to keep our first-round pick. 
Um, but the Blazers, they have 32 wins, and the Orlando Magic, they're ahead of us uh, right on a lot of rides. That Spurs win, it hurt us. You know, I was happy to see the young guys play well, but it did hurt. It hurt us in a lot of rods. <clears throat> Excuse me, in a lot of restandings. But, you know, we'll see how the, the season plays out. But, um, yeah, Chris, Sheldon uh, T says, I appreciate Chris's fandom for the Wizards, but he's all thinking. Yeah, and then the rock bottom was when the Kings come in and they they chant like the beam. You know, how many times have we seen other fans coming in and chant MVP chants because the, the other guy like Jason Tatum is coming and drop 50 points as a fan base? It's hard to come to every game and support that. You know, it really is. So, um, but yeah, depressed Wizards fan said Chris is um, for Ted TV. His organization is so out of touch with his fans, fan base. All we want is a clear cut path and future. And we don't have that delusional includes fan franchise. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like Brandon said earlier, <coughs> um, Ted, he bought Monumental Sports. He bought NBC Sports Washington. So uh, the guys on the broadcast, they have to. Um, pump up the team as much as they can. If they lose by 30, they still have to find positive ways to spin things. And Chris Miller has said some tough things on the team earlier this season as well. But when it comes down to it, you know, they, they have to be as positive as possible. Um, whatever Ted is telling them to say, they, they basically have to go out there and say it. Um, and even Drew Gooden, you can see his face when he was looking at Chris Miller when he was saying it. Chris Drew was kind of like, you know, looking at him a little skeptical. You know, he was kind of looking at him with the side eye. So, uh, but yeah, that's just, that's just what it is on NBC Sports Washington. Yeah, I mean, like I said, man, I get it from Chris's standpoint, man, because they, they talk to him. Come on. I mean, two days later, you change your whole stance. I think that he's in a, he's in a tough position, man, because they would not let anybody say anything to the contrary of what they want you to say. And he's in a tough position, man. I think that a lot of people got to realize that. Look, they sign his checks, man. And so, you know, what was it? They spelled when keeping it real goes wrong, man. <laughs> Sometimes you can't, man, because, look, you know, you got a family, man. You need a check. So I get it from Chris's standpoint, man, but it's just – Ah, this organization, man, this just the ownership is just to totally just throw your whole fan base under the bus is just crazy to me. So I'm gonna go ahead and end it there, man. <laughs> yeah, um, Ben says, Amen, Brandon packing both out of town. Um, <laughs> Isra T says, Brandon, and how many fans that want the team to tank will actually watch on buy season tickets to a tanking team if they do it? Me personally, I've been through it. I saw the JaVel McGee years, I saw the Andre Blast years, I saw the uh, 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 Chris, um, what what's this guy's name? It's not Dominic McGuire and Nick Young. Uh, and, uh, Chris Singleton. Yeah, Chris Singleton and Vesley. I sat through those years. I was a young guy. You know, I was prior high school, you know, at the time, or really middle school, and I watched all those games. I did not care. I'm, I'm just a diehard Wizards fan myself. So I get it. The, the building will probably be, be empty. But honestly, right now, we're dead last in attendance. So what difference is it really going to make, honestly, uh, to be real? So – but I would still watch those games. Like I said, I, I watched the dog years. I watched when John Wall was a rookie, and we all – I got to look at the record for that, but we were a bad team that year. Um, you know, there was just toxic stuff in the locker room. Of course, you know, the the sad ending or the unfortunate ending with Gilbert Arenas in D.C. Things didn't end well. We were losing a lot of games. Trust me, Ezra Teague, I watched all those games. I'm going to be there, win, lose, or draw. I'm a Commanders fan. <laughs> so come on now. Let's let's be real here. I've seen a lot of losing. I'm a DC sports fan. I'm gonna be here, win, lose, or draw. So I don't mind the tanking season. If I can see a clear cut future and a path, you know, I'm still gonna watch here and support the team. So that, that's just my answer for you, Israel. That's a good question. Maybe some other people will bail out. The the stadium probably will be empty for sure. But you know, give it two or three years. Let's say you do somehow, some way, got scooted and got luck in the draft. 
you know, or, or Victor, you, you're definitely going to be a playing team at least in 2025. At least you'll be a legitimate playoff team. I will, I will book it for 2025, 2026. If yeah, you feel the man. right way. Oh, absolutely. No, I'm with you, man. I'm a lifelong Wizards fan, Bullets fan, whatever you want to call them. I mean, since day one, man, you know, it's just, you know, unfortunately, I, I mean, I'm going to say unfortunately, but I was, I was in the military when you know, Gilbert Arenas era, man. So I was kind of a little busy to watch a whole lot, man. But I've always tracked this team since day one, man. And it's just, I want to see us win, man. You know, I want to see us win. And it's just, I, I just want this franchise to keep it real. Like, be honest with yourself, man. Don't Don't tell us one thing. And we know it's not true, but then you're trying to feed us. No, no, it's the truth. No, we're really going to win a championship. No, no, you're not. Not with the current setup, man. Just not. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, definitely, definitely. Um, and then also, Brandon, yeah, you said you would trade Denny. Um, I know a lot of people, you know, have something to say. And Israeli fandom is in the building. What's up, Israeli fandom? You know, he said uh, Denny should be the face of the franchise, and he's better than Bradley Bill. IBS FTW says, what I'm hearing, you want Denny out, the most progressing young man that you got? This is why the Wizards never make it to the playoffs. Yeah, um, Denny, do I think he's going to be traded this all season? I don't know. I don't know. It depends on, you know, what's if there's a star available, if they're trying to get somebody, and if a team, if, if there's a team that wants them to trade us uh, a star or upgrade, then I would not be against it. Um, you know, you saw what happened with Rui. You saw what happened with Kelly Oubre. You saw what happened with Troy Brown Jr. I think Denny's a good player, but honestly – He's not head and shoulders above those guys at all. And you saw those guys not get a second contract. And Denny's been very inconsistent. He's been consistent lately, but throughout his this season, he's been very inconsistent. <clears throat> he actually regressed as a three-point shooter, 29% from the three and from the field he regressed as well. Um, but these last games have been encouraging, but it's still I still haven't seen enough, to be honest with you. I, I still have not. I, I don't think his trade value is very high. If Rui got traded for three second-round picks and none, then Denny probably will be a little bit less than that in my probably like two or three second round picks at best. But um, I don't think – if I had to, if I had to put money – I don't think he gets traded this offseason. I think he's going to be here to start the season off. I just don't see him being here after the trade deadline next season. But, Brandon, you think he's going to be traded before uh, the season even starts? Yeah, because why fake the funk, man? I mean, if you're not going to re-sign him, then get some value out of him. Mm-hmm. I mean, knowing this organization, they're going to wait to the deadline and trade him, and they're going to trade him for like – a guy you never heard of in like four second rounders, but I mean, just, <laughs> so I think if if I was GM, man, I would move him because his value is higher, you know, and, and throw those second rounders and then try to get another. You got to go into this first round, man, with at least a couple of picks for his organization. Because to me, you know, if you look at the at what they're trying to do, even if they, all right, even if they re-sign Kuz and KP, you still need a wing. You still need a point guard. So the draft is your way to get these guys on the cheap. So, you know, and if they rebuild, you got two solid picks, man, that you can throw in, you know, with Kispert and Johnny Davis. So I think it's a win-win, man. But Yeah. But, yeah, no, you're right on that, too. You got to make a decision. And you got Johnny Davis coming up. And like like you said, you got to pay the, the solid three um, if they are even back next year. So if Kuz even wants to come back. But uh, yeah, we'll wrap it up today, and we'll talk more about that later. But we just want to thank you guys for watching and listening. Uh, make sure you guys check out the Game to Game podcast. Now, make your second listen to Game to Game podcast. Every moment, every top performance, every result, Locked On Game to Game covers every game from across the NBA with local analysis that only Locked On can deliver. Follow Game to Game on Locked On NBA, available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, wherever you get podcasts. Thank you guys for listening. A lot to talk about today. Hell to the Wizards. Peace.